Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Salam Radio. Salam y'all and welcome to Salam Radio Show. Ahla Bikum. Uh, I am uh, Marushti and on today's show I have a cast. As some of you might be aware, I have recently traveled to Lebanon, Egypt, France, and Amsterdam, and met lots of uh, cool, amazing artists whom I have been a big fan of, and some of which were on Salam radio show, such as DJ Abu Sahar, Damour, um, and some artists that I've been a big fan of, such as Dina Abdel Wahid. Lilian Chelala, Kujo, Kazlak from his label, and many more. I managed to spend a fair bit of time with some of these artists. I was lucky enough to meet them in person and hang out. Although on this show, there is one special artist that I'd really like to highlight and thank him for um, showing me around when I was in Amsterdam. I want to, um, of course, talk about Kujur, the man behind Modular Mind Label. I have heard of Kujur uh, a while back and fell in love with his music and label. Uh, Kujur is an experimental artist who has a unique approach to making music. A lot of his stuff includes... Uh, live recordings of real events, and sample of news. Kujo is not a journalist, but has a gift in documenting events and channeling raw emotions through music in a really special way. When you listen to his music, you feel captured by it all and fully immersed in the ambience he's created. It's very hard to define the genre Kujo plays, but I'm going to say it's a cross between experimental, techno, ambient, um, yeah, and it has a, an anarchist, rebellious feel to it, of course. Uh, I'm going to start the show with playing one of his tracks. Um, then I will be replaying an interview that I had with Kujo in Amsterdam. The track that's playing uh, beneath my voice is called Al Mukawama. And uh, it's from uh, his record label, Modular Mind. This track is by Kujo. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. 
This was the Rebels. Uh, sorry, this was Al Mukawama from the Rebels Have No King album by Kruger on Modular Mind label. Uh, this uh, particular album is about um, maybe inspired from the explosion um, in Beirut. Uh, in uh, as an album cover, you can see the port after it was uh, exploded, uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool album, um, amazing uh, music in it. The track that's playing now is called "Paralyzed by Ideology" by Kutcher. From the album, the rebels have no king.
The track that was playing is called Paralyzed by Ideology from the album Rebels, The Rebels Have No King by Kucho, of course, on his label uh, Modular Mind. Uh, the label itself has a unique aesthetic to it. And this album, uh, for example, has a black background with um, a really strong photo showing the Beirut port after the explosion and a description at the bottom or a letter, I'm not sure. Uh, and it says, do we fight for balance or because of it? The Rebels Have No King is a report on the current human condition, a decade-long interpretation by Kujo. This magnum opus expressed in trinity form of audio, image, and text invites the subject to partake in a boundless experiment that brings forth the voice of the unheard with cross-cultural interpretation between Middle Eastern and Western schools. Unapologetic by nature, the execution of these nine recordings showcase a raw and direct connection of the artist, disembodying the persona. By the nine recordings, meaning the nine uh, tracks that are on this album, each piece is riddled with complex human interaction and memory capsules of events occurring in contemporary times channeled in form of outcries. In classic Kujo fashion, the weapons of choice are a palette of haunting vocals, synthesizer noise, and oriental percussion recorded soundscapes of protesting under the tear gas rainfall, projecting you straight to the front line. Wow, what a great description of this album. It really gives you an idea behind the thoughts and uh, yeah, imagination and uh, ideas that Kujo has behind all of his releases. Um, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. On this show, I'm highlighting Kujo, who's the man behind Modular Mind Label. If you haven't yet, I recommend you to check out this label on Bandcamp. There's a lot of cool artists on there, such as On, Maltash, uh, Safa, and many more. We'll be talking about this album and talking about uh, many things that Kuchu does in a short interview that I've done with him in Amsterdam. Uh, this was recorded in September, so a lot of events that we'll be talking about have already passed. So, yeah, I'll start the interview. Uh, but before that, I will play an announcement. If you or someone you know need help voting in this month's state election, you can ask a family member, carer or one of our VEC election staff to help you complete your ballot papers. There's language assistance too. If you are blind, have low vision or a physical disability and need help to vote, you can vote by telephone. For more information, visit vec.vic.gov.au or call 131-832. Your vote will help shape Victoria. Authorised by W. Gately, Electoral Commissioner, 530 Collins Street, Melbourne, Victoria. A 3CR support. Hi again, you're tuning to 3CR Community Radio and this is Salam Radio Show. 
I'm your host, Marushti. Um, before the announcement, I played a couple of tracks from Kucho's album, The Rebels Have No King. And I said I would play an interview that I've had with Kucho. I will play this interview and underneath it, I will keep playing some tracks from the album, The Rebels Have No King. And I do recommend when you have time to check out um, Kujo's Bandcamp and listen to the full album, Uninterrupted. Um, without further ado, this is Kujo and myself in his studio in Amsterdam. Hope you enjoy this interview and we'll be back with you shortly. Kujo, Salam, and welcome to Salam Radio Show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to have you. I've been a fan for like maybe uh, five years. So uh, the first time I heard your music is from Talking to Profane from Morocco. And shout out to Osman. Yeah, shout out to Osman. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing producer from Morocco. So I um, really need to check him out as well. And today I have Kujo, who also is the head of Modeler in Mind, an amazing, sick label uh, that features a lot of amazing artists, such as On, there's Safa, I yes. love Safa, um, and uh, yeah, there's a couple more artists. Can you tell us about yourself as an artist, Kujo? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, for the first time, I'll say like where Kujo comes from, actually. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a silly source, mm -hmm. like the root of it is not that interesting, but um, I think the meaning took on uh, uh, its own life uh, as I started making more music and being more active. <coughs> so Kujo comes from like a Stephen King book, which is everybody knows, I think, a lot, or at least a lot of people know about that book. It's a book about a, uh, an enraged and a rabid dog <laughs> that ends up attacking his own family and just like being very crazy. 
and um, so I took on that name just uh, Im impulsively uh, in 2015 because I always felt that like I had a bit of anger inside of me and mm -hmm. a bit is an understatement <laughs> um, music has always been a, a way for me to channel anger like I grew up listening to like death metal and like more extreme forms of music mm -hmm. uh, you grew up in Lebanon yeah in Beirut yeah. and that was even funny to be into extreme music in Beirut because uh, at the time after the civil war I think in Lebanon we had like a lot of music was for entertainment we wanted mm -hmm. to feel good <coughs> so for me growing up as a teenager being super angry I didn't want to feel good when I listened to music I wanted to channel some emotions that I had which were rooted in like anger mm -hmm. disbelonging or whatever it was and um, so in 2015, when I made my project Kujo come to life, it was because I had like this anger in me that I wanted to channel. Because mm -hmm. for me, it was always like an outlet. Music was always an outlet to channel all these kind of like more harder emotions, let's say. So when I chose the name Kujo, it's because it was very impulsive. It felt like, hey, like, okay, you have this dog inside of you that's completely enraged and like that <laughs> wants to go wild. But it's your alter ego. Because as a person, um, mm -hmm. I'm not like that. I, I hardly get angry. Uh, I, I'm yeah. pretty re relaxed in general. Like I, it always feels like the people always listen to the music that compensate for what they lack. Maybe <laughs> yeah. Like actually. if you're a happy person, you'd be into like, um, yeah, metal or like I, I feel like a lot of metal fans are like very happy and in general and have like positive energy. And if you're yeah. maybe someone who yeah um i can't vibe with disco people disco people yeah <laughs> i'm trying to explain what disco people <laughs> no i'm just kidding i i, I listen to everything but, but like yeah, I, yeah. you have my, my personality and my character are more predisposed to more extreme and intense things because mm -mm. i don't know i feel like connected to that type of stimulation and being from where i come from i mm -hmm. kind of like got used to that intensity a little bit so when i took the name uh kujo uh it was very clear that it was something that's going to be an outlet for my anger because it's something that I n didn't really know how to mm. how to channel and where it came from and why I had it. So in the beginning, it was like, okay, it's this silly thing. It's like it's related to this like crazy dog. But as time mm. went on, uh, my alter ego um, became a part of myself as well. I accepted who I was through music yeah through through kujo basically kujo, yeah. yeah i'm like okay you're also like that and it's okay to be like that and mm. you can be angry you can bring up these topics you can like just confront yourself and the world that is around you with the things that you're doing and slowly the name became tattooed inside of me you know mm -hmm. like I, uh, and it's not about the name itself it's more the idea of like having something that's enraged and Mm. but you know a dog has a good heart and yes. it, it just uh, it just wants to uh, <laughs> to be loved and to love you know <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah the, it, it still touches on like a very primal emotion and um, yeah that's, that's what i uh, channel uh with kujo you do a lot of s sampling in in your music i can hear um like journalists speaking or like very middle eastern sound like percussive sound but also there's uh, lots of different elements mixed into it um, and at the same time it feels like you really show who you are through your music mm. even though it has a bit of an obscure feel to it but also there's a lot of revealing of your identity through your music mm. through the way you promote it through the description and the photo is that uh, is, am I uh, am I correct in that sense or yeah I'm actually yeah. Uh, 
very pleased to hear that because I, I don't uh, I don't generally pay attention after I've made the music I just make it and then I just like mm. it, it just happens like that but everything you've touched on is quite correct a lot of the sampling that I do use is uh, self-recorded I sometimes uh, uh, look up newsreels because um, mm-hmm. to, to take a couple steps back actually, actually to answer your question properly yeah. um, you also slowly uh, became like wha- as I was discovering my own alter identity which was related to who I really was mm. um, I started tapping a lot into journalism uh, mm. my grandfather uh, was a journalist that I have a lot of respect for and just the way that he lived his life and the way that he uh, documented events uh, he showed me a lot of objectivity uh, in a place that lacked uh, mm. objectivity in general and he was also very much into documenting moments in time mm. uh, whether it's for his family or politically or non-politically or whatever so mm. I I found charm and, and value and love into documenting things because being from the region that we're at you never know when you're going to get bombed you never yeah. know when things are going to m- move uh, we don't really have a nec- uh, like a strong archive like we can lose our identity very fast we can lose our history we can lose our past we can lose our literature mm. um, so I started becoming more Journalistic, but I don't want to take away from the the power of journalism because I'm not a journalist myself. It's just that it's strongly inspired by journalism because journalism documents like real events. Mm-hmm. At least it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that's what you're doing. Um, so I started like recording uh, things um, as I go uh, to interesting areas in Lebanon, like conversations between people, chants, protests, marches, which is honestly quite cliche I think even though I like to do it but I was like wow you're so special you, you recorded a protest like everybody does this now <laughs> but uh, I, I, for me it, it came from a very genuine place and I was documenting an event that meant something to me like uh, after the explosion in Lebanon um, we had like a lot of things that are happening that just people don't know of mm-hmm. and what I try to do with the sampling uh, is also channel the emotion of the moment that's happening yeah. so for me um uh, I, I often use the, the term of, uh, of lost archives mm-hmm. uh, it's because I feel like it's upon people like me to also archive m- uh, moments in time that are happening uh, uh, around us that are not necessarily documented by by the media or or just by any outlet that is talking about what's happening in the world right now I try to always touch on the human condition and uh, supported with journalistic material and yeah my personality comes through because it's through my eyes like when mm-hmm. I see someone protesting for something <coughs> I it's my own interpretation I observe I interpret and, and then I report yeah what's going on like that's always been like the three steps in which I, I've been working with music yeah and, uh, I guess this is what I mean also that it's yeah it's very personal like you can you can tell a lot, a lot about you from your music um, yeah but at the same time, it's like it's done in a really um, interesting way that is very unique as well um, compared to other artists. Thank you. Um, tell us about your label, Modular Mind. How did that come to you and the idea, and how is it progressing? Um, so, Modular Mind came to life at the same time uh, as Kujo did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were hand in hand because I. I didn't feel like like I was inspired by other artists of course mm-hmm. but 
most of my inspiration doesn't come from other musicians it comes just from like I was talking earlier yeah. like just more events or like literature or whatever it is that is around so when I was looking for an outlet for my music I felt it would have been very difficult for me to describe what I'm doing or mm -hmm. like I had like a lot of interest in the beginning because I was making more maybe techno sounding music so that you'd have maybe a Spanish techno label that reaches out to you very nice people lovely music that's on it but my music was channeling something that's slightly different and I mm -hmm. felt like the message wouldn't kind of like come across if I'm just uh, releasing it on labels that were just interesting and the and the sonic properties of my music. I think there were, yeah. there were a lot of things that were in between the lines that had to be expressed. So I started building Modular Mind as a, as a platform. Mm -hmm. uh, and I've done it like, I had a, another label before Modular Mind that shall remain nameless because I don't want to share it. <laughs> <laughs> but it got quite, quite well. And uh, when I made it, it's because when I left Lebanon to come to live in Amsterdam, mm. I was thinking like, hey, I'm going to create a platform for young Lebanese artists. So when they start like building their own sounds, then they'll have a place to go to. Because when mm. I was in Lebanon and making some sounds, yeah. it's like, yeah, who am I going to send it to? It's like, hey, French label, uh, please release me. Like yeah. <laughs> the way that works is, is a bit awkward. It's so good to own it. Yeah. Like, so so, yeah. so I, I've had that project and plan yeah before modular mind to create a platform so that I could release mm. people from from uh, from my uh, area but um, that didn't really happen with the previous label so I was thinking like okay so modular mind is for me and also I want to eventually grow it so that I could be like taking local talents and mm. uh, but not exclusively I, I I don't really look at borders in that way but yeah. I want to support people from my region as well um, can you tell us about like a local artists that you supported uh well yeah actually i have like a, a bunch but let me tell you first yeah. about like how modular mind like is uh, unfolded uh in the, in the beginning and then because it's it's related so yeah sure. so in the beginning i was not looking at regional artists per se i was looking just at artists that um were i could be friends with and mm -hmm. that could understand a little bit the mission that we're doing because if i wanted to kind of like establish myself i i had to also make friends with my environment mm -hmm. so around europe i was like exchanging with some artists and i wanted to create something that was uh, uh that was multi-layered i didn't want it to be just music yeah. right like i wanted to be also based on like maybe architecture visuals like political types of things mm -hmm. so i started like gathering people around me and trying to see who had interest in the sim similar vision and i started like building like a couple of like digital releases and then as time went on and i like established the label then my first local artist that i released was muhammad safa And cool. Safa for me was the most significant release uh, in the progression of the label in that sense. It's because we didn't know each other. Mm -hmm. uh, a friend of mine who is not related to music sent me once the SoundCloud profile with a guy called Lair with like 15 followers. <laughs> And then Lair was Safa, but then later we found out that like there was a big project called Lair, so he changed his name back to Safa. <laughs> But I started com communicating with Safa uh, and we didn't know each other. We had very little friends in common, almost none, which is rare for two Lebanese people that make uh, experimental music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for me, I was having a very genuine kind of experience. Like uh, he was talking to me as if I'm a label and then I was talking to him as if he's just an artist, but we we're both from Beirut, even like not even from Lebanon, <laughs> just, like, from the same city. So small, you should, you should have yeah. known each other. Yeah, and, and the way that Safa started describing me, his, his music and how he uh, composed was very interesting to me and it kind of like defined what I wanted to do. I was like, okay, finally, 
this is a crossroads now. Like I made Modular Mind for someone like Safa, mm. and we pressed a vinyl for him, and then we went on a tour to South Korea. So him and I were the first Lebanese artists uh, making like this type of electronic music. We went to Busan, and then we went to Seoul, and we played a couple of shows there. And um, and yeah, that was the beginning of it, basically. Uh, after that, uh, the Kujo EP came out. Mm-hmm. and so on and so forth we have Maltash now which is uh, Joseph Maltash is, has a full length album coming out very soon amazing I was gonna mention uh, Maltash because it's also one of my favorite yeah. releases on your um, on your on your label yeah so now he's creating a new genre for himself he's calling it post tarab very influenced by Joseph nice. Souf but oh, it's I very metal <laughs> It's very metal, it's very Maltash, like okay, uh, whatever he wants to call it, he can call it. On a metal style, that's something different. Yeah. <laughs> okay, listen up, y'all. There's something really special coming up. George Rasov is one of our, like, most beloved... Heroes. <laughs> yeah, he's one of our heroes back home. And Did you know he's actually Syrian? No Boom, way. Yeah. <laughs> but what is Syria, Lebanon, Swan country, we're the same. True. But yeah, so so there's Maltash. I also have like Sandy Shamon that mm-hmm. uh, I'm releasing. Uh, she's still relatively unknown in our circles, but yeah. Sandy Shamon is an extremely um, talented performer and artist. She was working more with folk music before, and now mm-hmm. she went into electronics, which was a blessing for us, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, the world doesn't know what's coming yet, I think. <laughs> so we have Safa, we have uh, Maltash, we have uh, Sandy Shamon, all that kind of stuff r- right now is still going. But for me, Modular Mind was never to be exclusive to regional artists. Okay, like, yeah. I always had, like, Un, which is Charlene Danancier. She's uh, been the visual director of the mm-hmm. of the label for quite some years. Um, we had Years of Denial. Uh, I have, like, a lot of uh, various artists. Yeah. Like, the idea is to really be borderless and uh, to also uh, combine different realities, you know? Like, everybody's talking about their own human condition and mm-hmm. whether you're Maltas or you're Un or whoever you are. I think if you have something significant to say that is powerful for you and the people that are around you and that that's something that you can uh, grow from, for me, then it's worth releasing. Uh, so Modular Mind has always been something that needs to know what the artist is about before I release them. I never chase after the sound. I chase after like the person uh, sure. and, and how significant and powerful I feel uh their craft is and what they're doing mm. so I and I with that in mind I always try to also make a physical product like now um, uh, would you like uh, with Un's album for example she handwritten like a very limited edition of like uh, letters that I she, she that. made yeah. uh, her sister also created like uh, like a small I think it's called a chef she mm-hmm. chef I don't know it's like what, what you put your sword in Okay. I don't know how to pronounce it, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so everything is done also DIY, like thing, like she wrote it by hand. Like for me, uh, I made these shirts also for one of the singles I released now, six oh eight, which is the the time at which the explosion went off in Beirut in uh, August twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a shirt that is uh, a replica of what they were distributing for journalists uh, in nineteen eighty two when Israel invaded Lebanon. Um, I saw that's such a sick t-shirt. Yeah, and I made an exact replica. It's not my design. I just yeah. took it because uh, some... Uh, Someone had to. <laughs> yeah, no, some brands actually took it and um, they charged like three, four hundred pounds for a shirt. And they just took out the word Beirut. They put like the name of their brands that shall remain nameless now because I don't want to promote them. <laughs> but there's one Emirati brand and one British brand. And they both like it's like this high end streetwear that they're doing. So for me, it was a counter reaction. I did it yeah. by hand here at the uh, punk squad was doing silk, uh, silk printing um, cool. 
So we always try to combine so also a lot physical of products. Multimedia involved in your label. Yeah. That's sick. That's yeah, because I think that yeah. it's it's 2022. If you're yeah. a label and you're just releasing just the audio, it's like any artist can put up a Bandcamp page or they can have their yeah. own digital distribution now and put it on Spotify. Mm. As a label, what's your edge? What are you bringing? Mm. What are you? How are you supporting the artist that you're uh, yeah. supporting? Yeah. So uh, modular mind has always been. Uh, yeah, um, speaking about like what's your edge, like there's a lot of things that are specific to modular mind. Like you spoke about aesthetics, like the visuals are very specific. Um, even like the way your band camp uh, is structured when you go to an album. I love that there's like a code with only yeah. zero and ones. Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder what that is. That's my first question. And then there's like an amazing like description of uh, what the artist is about, what this album is about, uh, and the genre of music, which mm. is um, I found really cool. And the art is very um, specific to your label. So yeah, um, amazing label in general. Thank but you uh, very much. tell us tell us about those codes. <laughs> um. So yeah, the 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 codes are is, that's that was the core of modular mind. Like mm. that was the first uh, concept that I had in mind. Like mm. I'm like okay, modular mind. So it's like I never wanted to be explicit because people interpret things always in their own way. Mm. Um, so each co each release has a code yeah. and it's a binary code. Mm -hmm. That code can be translated to text if you know how to translate binary to text. Mm -hmm. And there's an underlying message to every release. Okay. I will not reveal further. Uh, <laughs> this is the first time I speak of it publicly as well. Like um, some, I, I had like one, some one sent me is like, I've translated all your codes. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I remember learning, cause I did a bit of engineering, learning coding in school and figuring out everything comes out of zero and one yeah all the computers are a bunch of zeros and ones and um it's just mind-blowing i just like i don't know how it works anymore but i remember yeah. learning about it so. yeah the, the label has yeah. a few hidden things like that yeah. um and yeah the binary code is uh, if you translate it to text then there's always a message personally i don't like ideologies mm -hmm. fuck your ideology yeah like it's uh, for me it's a it's a, an elastic concept it changes like i, I can't i can't fit in, in one uh, under one umbrella so it's very difficult mm -hmm. um personally and i try to also um embrace and cherish that in the multitude of things that I do like even in the types of artists that I release everybody's got their own reality everybody's experiencing something different so I try to be as uh, matter of fact as possible that's why um, there's also like the little sentence that we write on Bandcamp like the freedom of others should be respected and including the freedom to offend mm -hmm. um, what do you mean by that? Um, I mean what it says, really. <laughs> like, uh, everybody's got their own freedoms, and uh, I still think that, like, I respect the freedom to offend someone because it, it goes both ways. Whether me, mm -hmm. I'm, I could be, you could be offending uh, any type of identity or any type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, if, if I say uh, free Palestine, I'm offending uh, a lot of people, and mm -hmm. it's my freedom to offend these people. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I mean it really, and it's the full strength, uh, stretch of the word. Not that everybody should be offending each other, but <laughs> if my thoughts offend you, then it's also my freedom to do so. Like, yeah, yeah you feeling offended uh, shouldn't uh, limit my thought or my speech or my art. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, that's the anarchist edge that I have with it. It's because I, I can't, 
I can't have like a, a, a very straightforward message with my label. Like art in, as, in and of itself, I think should be speaking to a lot of different people and a mm. lot of different conditions in, in, uh, in life. So uh, there's always, as you see, there's a layer of mysticism with Modular yeah. Mind. And, and a lot of the artists that we do uh, work with, that I do select, like you understand them, but not fully. And it's your the, 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 the half that you don't understand is, the, is, is what you have to bring to the table, exactly, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that is like generally the narrative element that I try to bring uh, to Modular Minds. Mm. Yeah. Cool, amazing. Tell us about your production. What, wha- what's your setup like? I'm here with in the uh, in the studio with Kuju, so um, I'm really impressed with all the equipment. But yeah, tell us about your studio and your setup, and what's the process for you if, if, if uh, in making music. Yeah, uh, so my my production process is, I think, unique to myself. Mm-hmm. I am not special. I am sick in the head. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I mean. Um, I, I I generally, uh, I started making music like everybody else, just trying to like punch in keys and just like see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but very quickly, I realized that like I need to make music in a way that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm very spontaneous and impulsive in the way that I make music, which also earlier when I was talking about how Kujo got a life, uh, mm-hmm. like the... Uh, No, the meaning kind of like solidified itself with time. That's part of it. It's because like, you know, I'm angry, I'm sad, something is happening. And then I make a track in one day, like in a couple of hours, like that emotion fully goes through. And like, there's this thing that I'm channeling and I kind of go after it. So nice. that's in a spiritual sense, quote unquote, what, what goes down. Um, in a practical sense, how I've set it up is that like I have all my instruments hooked up. It's a mix of live instruments. There could be an electric code, there can be a bass, like some drum pads, a modular synth, and like a lot of noise pedals and samplers and stuff. And um, the way I make music is that I start creating a couple of layers. I could be playing something and I kind of get in a trance. I was telling you earlier, I put on my candles, I dim the <laughs> lights, I create a bit of a ritual because I'm truly feeling like I am channeling something that's within me. Um, and I like to use the word channeling because it, It's not like it's something that comes to me and it's something that's like going through me. I'm mm. not, I'm just carrying it. it. Yeah, I don't own it at all. Yeah. Like, uh, and it's often uh, a, a response to external stimulus or what or whatnot. So, in a practical sense, like, yeah, I create a couple of, um, of melodies, I, I create a progression, but I don't think of it in that way. I just play and then things develop and I just press record and then that's why my music always has like a bit of a raw sound to it it's because yeah. it's not heavily processed it's very momentary I'm trying to capture a moment in time as well uh, uh, like an emotion so that's how that goes um, whereas uh, sometimes I can also go a little bit more structured with beats and like things are a little mm. bit more kind of hip hop uh, oriented or I don't know how to call it it's like um your music like It's just mixed in in such a good way where you feel like the ambient elements, you feel like the experimental ele- elements, the metal elements, and at the same time there's a heavy beat into it, which you can dance as well to it. And yeah, I can I can definitely imagine playing your stuff at a club and it would go off. Yeah. But it's like hard, you know. Like I would never think that you can mix all of these elements together. So good so you know and that's what I feel about your music thank you yeah um, but I wonder if yeah if that's um, the general 
uh, thing or there's no there's no um, there specific there's no thoughts behind it yeah I'll be very yeah. honest with you that's why yeah. we're, when we were talking earlier of uh, of the recorder uh, we I was telling you like I have no genres I don't know mm. how to describe it I wouldn't know how to talk about it Mm. It's really all the things that I'm feeling, and uh, like mm. I've always felt like also the, the the instruments that I use, these are just tools, they're means to an end, you know. Mm. Whatever thing I can make sound that's gonna like touch on the feeling I'm trying to channel, that mm. that's what I'm using. And also, I listen to so many different styles of music. Yeah. Like I have, like I could go through a period of just French hip hop and then just Japanese noise and then just like mm -hmm. Abdul Wahab and then Wasuf for a week and <laughs> now out of all the things I'm listening to Mashru'a Layla for example really? yeah I don't give a fuck like is it because they broke a breakout no I found out like now <laughs> as I'm listening to them I saw that like uh, there was a podcast with the vocalist um, yeah. and like oh they broke up I I, <laughs> I'm sorry but I don't care uh, I, the music is still there and yeah. it's just like yeah I'm going through that mood right now and I'm listening mm -hmm. a lot to um, you know Exploited Body no, like you're missing out. Okay, I'll send you some stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll play some stuff and um, on the show as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can yeah. put uh, yeah. some stuff in between. So yeah, like all these kind of things coming together, like from my inspirational uh, kind of like uh, palette. Mm -hmm. That's what uh, kind of comes together, and I make music. That's why sometimes I can make things that sound like very classical ambient-ish, mm -hmm. and then like yeah. some very noisy stuff. But the classical ambient stuff you don't know yet because I've been making it for two years and I haven't released none of it. Uh, I'll show you some unreleased stuff off air uh, yeah. later. Amazing. Oh, yeah. I feel privileged. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I guess like w the final question for me is like, what what's good you're up to? What's what's coming out next? And uh, you could use this opportunity to tell us about some gigs that are coming up as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just came back from Uganda. I was playing at Niege Niege Festival. Yes. Uh, that was like very nice, but I'm not promoting that because that already happened. <laughs> 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 not that you'd book a flight to Uganda, but like still. Um, that was very nice to go there and I had like a lot of um, exchange with a lot of artists mm -hmm. and potentially we'll be doing a residency there next year to, uh, to come up with something kind of cool. I have uh, two upcoming shows that are very important for me. Uh, one of them is the Tehran Contemporary Sound Festival in mm -hmm. Berlin. Uh, well, when is that? Um, that's on the 28, 27, 28, 29 of October. Okay. Uh, in Berlin, it's mostly Irani artists. Uh, mm -hmm. Irani, sorry, uh, Iranian in English. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also having a few uh, artists from Exist Festival, which is a festival I co-direct and I represent. Uh, and um, Nadim is part of this festival? Yes, Nadim is part of that festival from Al Gharib, and uh, yeah. the founder is Uday uh, Masri. Okay. And um, we will be traveling to uh, Berlin for the Tehran Contemporary Sounds together with Mukata'a and with Bintan Berer. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, we, uh, this is still very new, like, uh, so we're now, this is basically the announcement, more <laughs> or less. Um, the week after that, I am uh, directing also Exist at Panke mm -hmm. uh, in Berlin. So we're doing like a full-on Exist event also with Bintan Berer, with Temp Illusion from Iran, from mm -hmm. with Nar from Beirut, like, and uh, we're also going to be screening some films uh, of Razan Hassan. Amazing. She's a Syrian director uh, based in Amsterdam. She's going to be performing a show called uh, The Art of Losing, which is a film uh, and a performance at the same time. And mm -hmm. after that, we'll have a Q&A with her. 
So all these kind of things are like for events that are coming up soon. Uh, otherwise, I have a release coming out with a label that I that is dear to my heart. It's called uh, Limbic Resonance. Okay. It's my friend Alexandra's label. Yeah. And uh, so I got that going. I have also a release on El Gharib. Yes. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out to Al Gharib crew. Yeah, <laughs> big time. Yeah. So got that, and I have also my own release coming out on uh, Modular Mind. There, I have a lot of unreleased you music that's all around the corner. You seems know, seems like you have a lot in everything. You you've got a lot yeah. on your plate at the moment. Yeah, yeah. and uh, besides that, with my projects, I do a lot of mixing and mastering uh, for, for uh, like labels that I love, and uh, mm -hmm. so. So I, I'm, I'm in a good position, you know, like I do, I do, I do look forward to the future. Yeah. For sure. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I guess like one question that you touched on that I should have asked is like uh, the events you organize. So you do organize Exist Festival? Yeah. Um, I, I was part of a crew called Zeneflood. Okay. Uh, at the moment, I have too much on my plate. But yeah. for local events, Zeneflood is as good as it gets for me. Uh, mm -hmm. they, they do very edgy, experimental things that are much needed for the city uh, they just uh, concluded uh, a summer um, kind of series of events but I am mostly busy with Exist Festival mm -hmm. uh, which is a Palestinian uh, festival but now we're, we're a global touring concept um, mm -hmm. we work also closely with Refuge Worldwide in Berlin uh, we, we did a takeover of their platform in, in August, great people uh, we love Refuge Worldwide they're doing great work really mm -hmm. And uh, with Exist Festival, um, we're planning uh, also a world tour next year. Um, so maybe Amazing. we'll be uh, maybe. in Australia. Uh, yeah, words <laughs> on the street. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. coming to Australia. Yeah, we have a bunch of these kind of things. But like for, for yeah. my events, I'm mostly uh, focusing on Exist. Exist okay. Festival uh, is where it's at. There's a lot of uh, interesting people that come together for Exist. There's really a unique kind of like crossover uh, of everything because we also do like, you know, film screenings. We have different types of performances, mm. installations and all things that are very relevant to our times and to our community. And yeah. uh, uh, it's really uh, something that I encourage everybody to just at least take a look uh, at, at the work that's being done. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, there's also a label at, uh, with Exist. So yeah, wow. Yeah. There's just a lot to... Uh, to look at and I think uh, to look forward in the future because we just got out of like very heavy COVID seasons mm -hmm. where everybody's just trying to make ends meet and now we're planning 2023 there's like tours there's stuff like that so amazing um, well thanks Kutu for being on Salam Radio Show thank you Mirna for having me <laughs> it was my pleasure <laughs> thanks
And hello again, this was my interview with Kujo. And you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. I hope you're having a nice Sunday afternoon. And if you're listening back on Friday, I hope you're having a nice Friday night. And uh, yeah, I will be playing uh, some announcement and then I'll be back with more music by Kujo and from the label Modular Mind. So stay tuned for more music. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. You don't need a reason to vote early in this month's state election. Early voting centres are now open. To find your nearest voting centre, visit vec.vic.gov.au or call 131-832. Your vote will help shape Victoria. A 3CR supporter. There are now 189 people on hunger strike. 62 have sewn their lips together, including two women and five children. For Woomera, this isn't an unusual day. We have an old saying in Persia that says there is no darker colour than black. So we were in the camp, we have two options. Either deporting us to back to persecution, to prison, to death, or die in the camp. But I think you guys give us a third option, which is another try. They bent like half-cooked spaghetti. We didn't expect it to happen like that, to the soundtrack of Amelie, a popular French movie at the time, blowing across the desert from dusty speakers. The fence began to fall, under the weight of people wanting justice, under the weight of people that had had enough. Join us for Woomera Stories on Monday, November 21st and November 28th at 6pm on 3CR. Already they've set up camp only 200 metres from the Woomera Detention Centre's main gate. Voting for the Music Victoria Awards is now open to the public. With 12 public voter categories and 60 nominees to choose from, this is your chance to vote for your favourite Victorians and go in with a chance to win a prize. Award categories to vote on include Best Group, Song, DJ, Venue, Festival and more. Voting closes Monday 21st of November. For more info on how to vote now, head to musicvictoria.com.au. Music Victoria Awards, presented by PBS 106.7 and Triple R 102.7. Music Victoria is a 3CR supporter. شيلوا 
Kazino
This was Leila Mafiha Daw Kamar, one of Kucho's latest releases on Modular Mind. I will be playing more music by Kujo. And uh, yeah, you're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. Might as well play uh, some of his music from the post-Arab EP or yeah, EP that he's released on Modular Mind. We'll start with Boy A.
and uh, this was Boy A by Kutu. Up next is Warwind by Kutu.
have played Warwind. Up next is Shab Azim, means the great people uh, in Arabic. This is on the other side of this EP. Hope you enjoy.
And finally, we'll play Jamil, uh, which is the last song on this album.
by the way, this album has the cover, uh, the photo cover of a man near his car, a Mercedes car, I think. And behind him is a shed with the word Coca-Cola written in Arabic. What a beautiful photo. I really love the aesthetics of this whole label, Modular Mind. Uh, yeah, I recommend to go to Bandcamp and check it out. Um, yeah, it's like an exhibition. Amazing photos, a really good description or message behind each uh, album. Uh, yeah, and amazing selection of experimental artists from the Swana region, but also from all over the world, um, including France and Amsterdam. So check out Modular Mind. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show. We had Kujo with us earlier on. We played an interview with Kujo. And now I will be playing uh, other tracks from his uh, his label, Modular Mind. I will start by a track from this new EP called I Deserved by On, who is a French producer. The track is called I Deserved as well. There's um, eight tracks on this album.
this was I Deserved by On. And now I'm gonna play uh, one of my also favorite artists on this album called Maltash. This song is called Buzzkill.
can find this song on uh, one of the albums on Modular Mind Record. Uh, check out this release by The Undertaker's Tapes and Maltosh. It's a split tape and has two titles, Amputated Spirit and Lethal Beliefs. I think it also, yeah, it does come in a cassette form. So if you have a cassette player, you can buy a cassette from um, Modular Mind. You're tuning to Salam Radio Show on 3CR Community Radio. All right, and we've got 20 minutes uh, or less of the show left. And I thought to play this amazing live recording by On and Kujo, and it's called Pervasive Sense of Reality. You were tuning to Salam radio show on 3CR Community Radio. On today's show, I had Kujo as my cast. And uh, yeah, I'm going to play one last live recording by Kujo and On, and it's called Pervasive Sense of Reality. I hope you have a nice uh, Sunday afternoon or Friday night, if you're listening on Friday, to the repeat show. And uh, salam, everyone. I'll leave you with this track.